Well, 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 what do we have here? It's another Friday, another Friday, and it's another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Hope you are having a great week, like Mike and I already are. Uh, Mike, how are you doing today on this beautiful day? The warm weather looks like it's here to stay, and it's, it's just a positive vibes only podcast today. You know, it was so funny. I had it totally in mind of me saying positive vibes only, Matt. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the weather outside is wonderful. Um, I I am happy to to say and hopefully pray that spring slash summer um, will soon be approaching and we can have more weather like this once again. Um, you know, Matt, I'm I'm doing okay. Um, I, I think you know uh, the Funny Business Podcast is now 100 fully vaccinated. Snaps. Um, snaps. snaps. <laughs> I'm just gonna say we're officially because no one can prove this wrong. We're the first vaccinated podcast. Yes. So <laughs> don't fact check it because it's it's a fact. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I got my second shot uh, Monday of this week. Um. Obviously, we're recording on Tuesday, but it's Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, feeling the symptoms of those who have gotten the Moderns. Um. It's you know it's an interesting time. Uh, I'm just happy to get vaccinated and and hopefully return to somewhat of a normalcy. Uh, but you know Matt and I were were chatting with each other last night um, before recording day, and I go I go to him I'm I'm like oh he no he says to me he's like you're gonna be able to record he's like do you want to record tonight and I was like I ain't no bitch we're gonna record tomorrow so here we are in the flesh virtually we're ready to have another episode. Mama doesn't mean no, raise no bitch. Absolutely, so, man. You know, uh, yeah, the Moderna. Well, any every second shot, so some people get the reaction. Uh, I had, I didn't feel pretty good uh, after my second shot, but yeah, it's it's just hope. You know, it's and by tomorrow you're gonna wake up. Tomorrow you're gonna feel like a new man, so that's good too. I'm gonna feel like somebody who has all his powers combined and can now fully uh, snap of his thumb or fingers. Yeah, thumb. Technically, you use your thumb when you snap your fingers, but um, snap of your fingers, you uh, are now just you could do whatever you want. Now you have infinite power to a degree. What? Well, yeah, I mean, we can't do whatever we want yet, but uh, yes. I mean, say, who knows? Masks might not be around too much longer. Maybe. We'll see. Who knows what's going on yeah. with that? That seems to be some good news, I guess. Yeah, I I, I don't want to get too political into, into the start of the podcast, but I think, as everybody knows, CDC now says that if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear masks. Um, Matt, as somebody who is fully vaccinated, has yet to fully immerse himself, I guess, the three-week, four-week time. I think we said four weeks, but it's actually three. If I'm correct, like three weeks after, after your second your, vaccine. It's two weeks after your second shot. Two weeks after. Um, I'd still probably be two wearing a mask. I, I honestly would still probably be wearing my mask if it's just me. Uh, yeah, I think it'll depend what setting it's in. Yeah. But uh, so, some places, like, you're going to have to still wear it. Yeah. Like, like if, if, if the store makes you wear it, you're going to still have to wear it. Yeah, I will, I will kindly wear it in a store, but if I'm, like, outside, like... It's dumb because they're like, oh, yeah, like you don't have to wear masks anymore outside if you're vaccinated. And it's kind of like, well, everybody kind of did that. Yeah, that, that, that's not really super breaking news. <laughs> um, I, I think it's definitely something to just carry one with you. And yeah. if you need it, you need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's and, just like you're going to have your phone, your wallet, your keys and your mask. Yes. And I'm sure if you go to any business, they have masks readily available uh, because of the, you know, just because of the pandemic. Now everybody has masks now. So, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Matt, I also did have the opportunity yesterday. Um, Yes, I did celebrate with a nice McDonald's, um, but I also got into the uh, chicken sandwich game. I had a coupon for one free chicken sandwich. Um, I was able to choose either regular, crispy, or spicy. Um, Of course, Spicy Mike picked the spicy, crispy chicken sandwich. Um, I saved it for dinner later that night, just thinking, okay, like, yeah, I have a free dinner to work with now. I don't know if I started in the right direction, but I, I don't know. I don't know where the hype is all about, man. Like just with McDonald's? Just, just chi- no, the chicken sandwich hype. Like, remember the whole chicken sandwich battle between Chick Fil A, Popeyes, and now McDonald's? Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I think I started off on the wrong foot picking McDonald's as my first spicy, uh, as my first chicken sandwich bite. Yeah, I probably would have started. I think. I think you just got to start off with Popeyes and Chick Fil A. 
I think yeah. that's because those are probably one of those two is probably going to be the best. Maybe KFC. I've never actually been to Popeyes. I've always wanted to try it. Uh, I love Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich. The, the commercials are fire. The commercials are just fantastic. I love uh, the chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. It's, it's yeah. the best. Uh, I feel like I did have McDonald's. It was okay. Maybe Now, you did. Did you heat it up at least? I did. Okay. Maybe it's better fresh than yeah. later. Maybe that's maybe. But yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't expect McDonald's to be as quality as Chick-fil-A and Popeye's. Yeah, I mean, it was just kind of, it was free. So, you know, the good old college way, if it's free, it's for me. So why not? Um, Absolutely. I, I couldn't say they did not enjoy it, but, you know, I guess I was expecting this, you know, it's like the cola wars, like the, the cola Pepsi wars where, you know, it's either diet, it's either diet Pepsi, it's either Pepsi or Coca-Cola. Like you choose which one. Um, but yeah, I, I think I just went off on the wrong foot as far as starting off with McDonald's and should have went to Popeye's for for chicken sandwich. You've still never tried the spicy spicy McNuggets for McDonald's. For McDonald's? No, I have not. Uh, I forgot about that. Oh, uh, so damn good. I'll have to. Try I, it. You people know I don't like McDonald's, but I love those spicy McNuggets. <laughs> spicy nugs. Spicy nugs, not drugs. Um, yeah. I tried rhyming spicy with something negative. Couldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm Actually, thin- spicy nugs maybe sometimes look similar to the drugs. <laughs> That's a story for another day, folks. I don't quote, do drugs. I'm not day. a drug guy. <laughs> you want some chicken nuggets, Matt? <laughs> Pass. <laughs> I knew exactly where that was going. <laughs> well, inside joke there. Um, well, Matt, again, welcome to another podcast. Uh, Matt, I, I, I wanted to bring something up uh, because, you know, kind of a topic, kind of not a topic, just a discussion. As a kid, or today, um, so whether that was a year ago, or 20 years ago, or, or just five years ago, did you have a handshake with an individual person, um, whether I was a teammate, a friend, a best friend? We never had a handshake to begin with, um, no. so I'm just kind of curious to know if you had any handshakes. Uh, not as a teammate. I think, like, two years ago on New Year's, I tried making, or like three years ago, with our, our good friend Lori, we tried making one, yeah, like New Year's Eve, and we made it, and I don't think we've ever done it since. <laughs> but we had it down, like, that night. Yeah. I just don't think I couldn't, I could, if you asked me to do it right now, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. It's always, I'm, like, something cool, though. Like, I did envy people if they did have, like, really cool handshake. I mean, you look at LeBron James literally has a specific handshake. For every single person. I don't even know how that guy memorizes each handshake. And even with his teammates, his ex-teammates, they still do the handshake. And it's like, what the heck? What? How? That's like, like another sport in itself. And they're intricate. Like, they're not like yeah. a handshake. And like, these things are like, like two pumps to the chest. You're shoot, like shooting your shot. Left, right, up, down, A, B, start. Like, <laughs> um, but, but uh, I... This past weekend, um, I was I was down at Jenna's parents' house, um, and her sister Margot has a boyfriend named Mark. Um, of course, we're rolling with the M's here: Mark, Margot, Mike, Matt. Jenna's just unfortunately out of the picture there, but uh, <laughs> I remember I Mark was leaving, and do you ever have that handshake? I, I don't know what the proper terminology is. I guess it's called like dapping up. But dapping like up, yeah. You, so like you like grab it as if you were arm wrestling. You pull in. You, you pull in. Yeah, 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 yeah. What you're doing. You pull in, tap, give a little bro hug on the back, came back, and then you lock your yeah. your hands in together. Yes. Have you done those before? I know this is like yeah. a dumb question. I, I love dapping up people. How freaking natural is it no matter who you do it with? Like you just do it and it happens. It yeah, depending on the person. Like sometimes okay. like I've gone in for a handshake and I don't think they're a dap guy. And like they, they go to dap up, but like when you hit a perfect dap and like, oh, it's, it, so, it's so smooth. It feels awesome. <laughs> I don't know how to, like you said, I don't know how to explain it. It just feels perfect. Right. And you know, I think to the amount of times like I always, I, I mean, I always go and I guess it's called a bro hug, technically. Like, yeah, dap it up at the end, but you kind of go in for a bro hug. It's just, I, I, f- I feel like it, there's never an awkward time because 
you always do it and it's just you're here whoop you, you lock you lock thumb you lock fingers and you're done and it's like it's it's kind of a bond moment like just like for a hot second you were just intertwined with somebody else in a handshake and you know i feel like it's something like it just became like a thing like not too long ago like before it just used to be like a handshake now you dap him up mm-hmm. and it's it's just it's like a cool uh how do i explain it like it's like a california handshake i feel like that's a good way to explain it. like californians are just like a little cooler and hipper, I feel like, or they bougie. think they're cooler and hipper. Yeah, a little bad and bougie. Bad I feel bougie. like that's. I th- I think it's just a California handshake. It's called the Dap. It's it's great. It it's like you said when it's clean, it's just like clean. Uh, there are. I have had a few instances though where people don't know how to Dap, or like okay. they're not expecting it. That can get a little weird. It's kind of like when you you go in for a fist pump and someone goes in for a handshake and Ooh. then they just like grab your fist. That's just awkward. And then the whole experience is just ruined at that point. You can't really get past that. Um, but yeah, I love dapping up people. What about here? Here's a question that I want to ask. How how awkward is it now, uh, pre current and post pandemic mm-hmm. about handshakes and whatnot? Like I feel like to me. Like my job specifically involves a bunch of handshakes. Like it's literally kissing hands and shaking babies. Like it is, it is very much so that that contact with somebody. And at times, you know, I'm like, okay, like, like you don't know. Like it's very awkward, and I hate it. Like, um, it was funny. I was having a conversation with our our president of our university, and obviously graduation was was this past weekend and i said are you going to give everybody a fist bump when you you know when 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 they come up on stage to receive your diploma are you going to do elbow you know elbow touches or you know do you literally have somebody there who's like the sanitizer guy like the sanitizer guy during the inauguration like every time you shake the hand boom you put the hand in the back and the girl or person squirts hand sanitizer and then you rub it and it like i I was like, what are you going to do? And she's like, you know what? Maybe a fist pump's not a bad idea. Come to find out she shook everyone's hand <laughs> the commencement oh. ceremony. So, I mean, she's vaccinated. Nothing to worry about there. But, True. you know, it, again, this this whole idea of, like, a handshake is was, like, the most important thing when it came to, like, meeting a person or, or somebody. And yet now it's becoming, I don't want to say a thing of the past, but, like, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, sorry, you froze there for a sec. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I like giving handshakes still. I still think it's a cool thing to do. Um, it is maybe not best timing to shake everybody's hand. Uh, I think for a while, fist bumping is going to be pretty regular. And I, I like fist bumping people. There's nothing wrong there. I hate, let's just get this out of the way. I hate, I hate the elbow. I, I I just find it stupid. I understand like your elbow is not as dirty. It just looks like if you go like this to someone, I feel like that's like you're attacking me. Like what is this? I don't want to. I don't want to get hit by an elbow. Like it's like it's like you're trying to give me the people's elbow, and like I just, I'm gonna get triggered at that. Fist bumping, I think, is kind of cool though. Yeah. Um. What, what's you ever like? You don't ever see like the. I want to call it. I'm trying to explain it best to our audio listeners here, but like like a snowman. Like you put like a knuckle up top. Like it's almost like a double snowman. Knuckle on the bottom. Knuckle here, and then you're. Oh, let me ask you this: When you fist pump, what do you do at the end? <laughs> no, you can't explode. You can't explode. Then no. what the hell do you do then? <laughs> well, okay. If it's like not one of your close friends, you just have to do a normal <laughs> fist pump. Yeah, you can't do the shark. Like, if you're, like, Snail. in a business meeting and you go, like, hey, man, nice meeting. Boom, shark. Yeah. Or, like, that's, that's like, the same thing I, I do with my mom all the time. I'll go to give her a high five and I'll go turkey. Turkey. She gets so mad. It's so funny. That's beside the point. Um, yeah, you just got to do a regular fist bump. You can. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's, like, a funny, uh, you're like, you're, it's a funny moment. Like, maybe. But if it's just, like, a regular person... They're going to look at you like, who the hell is this guy? I, I think would be a really good prank is if somebody went in for a fist pump and instead of your fist, you went for your face and you're like, ow, like, <laughs> you punched me. Yeah. Yeah. Assault. Yeah. Assault. <laughs> what was a simple fist pump is now. <laughs> I can see that headline. Court case. It's now a court case. And we'll probably be talking about it on the Funny Business Podcast. Probably. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I always find it, I, again, I, I always find it awkward with handshakes now that like you don't do them as much. You kind of do like a hello, like, or, or even just like a, a head nod. Like it just, I want to return to normal where handshakes are now a thing. Like I love a good handshake, like a nice firm handshake when it comes to that. I agree. And luckily, uh, everyone pretty much knows the guide code with head nodding. I don't think we have to get too much into that. We all, we all know. Okay, good. We all know. Okay, good. You look like you have no idea. You don't know the head shake? What the, the hell's the guy code? <laughs> you don't know the guy code for head Is it called for a head bro shake? code? A bro no, code? Okay, hold on. Let me... Or if guy anyone code. Listen, if <laughs> anyone, anyone listening, please go to YouTube and see what I'm about to do. What's the difference between this and this? <laughs> Wait, this you is got it? this is down kind of up is like, hey, like sup. Yeah, hey, what's up? And then yeah. like that's like friends and down's like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, down is more formal, up is like, hey man, what's up? Yeah. That's just like guy everyone knows that. The more you know. <laughs> if you were today years old one. Yeah, um, I, I love handshakes. I, I can't wait for them to get back. Um high fives too. Yeah. High, the, a high five. There's a specific time and a place for a high five. Um, like a sporting event when you're just like high fiving random people. That's awesome. I'm not gonna go and like handshake. Hey, good home run. Good home run. Good home run. Like that's awkward. I, Unless it's part of the game. Like I know some people like will will come up and then they'll like shake the person's hand instead of like it's just it's just one of those like fun team things that you do. Like I don't want to say it's bonding, but instead of a high five, it's a. Nice firm handshake. Good run. Good hit. <laughs> good home run. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Good. A good. A good high five too. But I always get uncomfortable with 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 bad handshakes. Like if I'm the one who does it bad or the other person. Like I feel bad for the person and it making it awkward. But then I also feel bad if I'm the one who makes it feel awkward. Like I guess it's a mutual bond between everybody. I never know like how firm to go. Like I like a good firm handshake. But then, like, when you get, like, a limp handshake, you're like, come on, dude. Like, what yeah. what, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. I mean, some, some hands are just perfect size for everybody. Like, sometimes, yeah. like, you get a nice-sized hand and then, you know, go for the handshake. And it's just, it's a nice one. It's a really, really nice one. So, um, you think Do you think Kawhi Leonard has problems giving handshakes? Oh, my gosh. I can imagine. Like, he probably yeah. just, he probably just wraps around the whole entire hand for a handshake. Like he probably wraps around his fingers and then almost goes to the back of his palm uh, for yeah. that. I feel like if I had those big hands, I'd just fist bump people. Yeah, I, I would just avoid the handshake at all times or high five. Yeah, the problem with the high five is sometimes you, like you got to get the placement like correct. Yeah. I don't believe in the whole you got to look at somebody's elbow for a perfect high five. I never heard of that. You never heard of that? Yeah, in order no. for you to get a nice high five, you got to look at someone's elbow. I feel like that's going to make you miss. I apparently to it lines it. up like if you line up your hand with the elbow, boom. Perfect high five. I I think that's I don't believe that. I'm going to choose to not believe that. <laughs> go go to your Cap. mom right now. <laughs> Cap. Ask for a high five and do as I say. <laughs> I'll try or your brother or your brother (laughs) or your dad or or Daisy. Daisy. (laughs) He's probably sleeping right now. Yeah. Good old Daisy. Oh, man. So. So, yeah, that was a nice 15 minute conversation about high fives and fist bumps and handshakes and uh, weird things that you learn on the Internet. Um, But but Matt, speaking of Internet, speaking of memes, Elon Musk, the king of memes on Twitter. um, To the moon. Very nice performance about um, Saturday Night Live. I think we discussed it a couple weeks ago. Uh, Very nice performance. Um, Of course, Elon Musk is most notably known for his car manufacturing, also known as a Tesla or Tesla, as I always like to say. Um, Matt, it's one of the very few cars that actually was the leading innovator um, with self-automated driving cars. Um, As we all know, we know what Teslas look like. Um, we know some of the capabilities, looks more futuristic than anything. Um, Matt, we, we don't usually hear a lot of stories involving Teslas, um, unless it's about its autopilot feature. Uh, but this one story in California um, was reported that a driver was arrested while riding in the backseat of a Tesla on the San Fris- 
wow, San Francisco Bay Area Freeway. Um, this Param Sharma, who was 25, was arrested for alleged reckless driving and disobeying a, pol- a peace officer. Um, I think that's a typo on there. It may be a peace officer. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, the reason why I wanted to bring this up, Matt, um, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of more detail about this, um, but I kind of want to hear your thoughts right now at the moment about this story. Um, this guy's riding in the back seat of their Tesla while it was on autopilot. Uh, it's risky. Uh, it's something I don't think I could personally do. Uh, also, like, how do you like if if they're able to sit in the back seat? Like, uh, why is there a law again saying they can't? That seems problematic. Like, why would you buy a car? Knowing you could like not have to sit in the driver's seat, but then like there's law saying you have to be in the driver's seat. That seems problematic, or not problematic, but that just seems confusing to me. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, so I I am not a Tesla owner yet, Matt, and I know you aren't either. Um, but there is a few things that about their full self driving systems. Um, it's only been allowing. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, it's it's only allowed to a limited number of owners to test its self driving system. Um, so it's not available on the market completely. It's only available to some people um, on the market. But it was not clear if Sharma was the one of them. Uh, Tesla says on its website and in its owner's manuals that both systems are not fully autonomous and that drivers must be ready to intervene at any time. Uh, you know, drivers have, of course, zoned out with autopilot, uh, resulting in at least, and we'd be surprised, how many deaths do you think has been resulted by self-automated driving? Or or full self driving. Since since when? Let's say the uh, let's say when Tesla was kind of like on the market, like it was kind of fully on the market. Um, a thousand. Three. Oh. Three debt. Three U.S. deaths. Okay, that's kind of crazy. So Tesla has its own system, to, like has its own system in the car to which it monitors drivers to make sure they're paying attention by detecting force from hands or on the steering wheel. So I think there's a lot of questions that come up. Uh, the last thing I want to add about this article from Sharma, um, Sharma released a statement, had an interview with KTVU television station. Um, his quote, I'm going to go, I'm going to go in the back seat right now. You feel me? I'm waiting for my car to charge. Sharma told the station, Elon Musk really knows what he's doing. And I think people are tripping and they're scared. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't drive and I don't fill up gas. I'm a gold collar. So not blue collar, not white collar, gold collar. 25 uh, years old. That's the first time I heard that. <laughs> uh, that's putting a lot of faith in, in Elon Musk. I think Elon's a cool dude. I don't think I would really like risk my life being like, oh, Elon knows what he's doing. I'm going to go chain him back seat. Um, have you ever seen a Tesla? Uh, define seen a Tesla. Have like you seen, seen on the road? Have you seen the inside of a Tesla? Um, I have seen the inside. I've not personally been on the inside of a Tesla. Um, but that they're uh, the not the dashboard, but like the control board, the thing. That uh, thing is like bigger than an iPad. <laughs> the screen. Touchpad. It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> uh, that seems that seems illegal. Like it's it's massive, and it seems very distracting. Mm. Yeah, I mean. I think it does. However, I'm sure like all other cars, there is a little message that's saying like, do not, you know, do not operate while in motion, yada, 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 like that, that whole thing where it's like, you know, this is supposed to help enhance your driving ability, but do not vote some type of weird statement that they always put big, like warning, caution, like be safe while driving is, is the synopsis of the message. But Matt, how do you, how do you feel about these self-driving cars? What are your thoughts on, on elon's vision of fully uh full self-driving cars i don't think i would ever get one uh i don't i don't really not that i don't trust him like i he's a very smart guy and anyone that creates a self-driving car is smarter than i will ever be but i there's always going to be like a problem here or there like i don't it's not ever going to be like 100 percent. it's 100 percent safe and i don't I think I would rather take the time driving a car and like making sure like I see this car is doing that. Cause that's the other thing. Like you don't know what the other car is going to do. Like your car could work fine, 
But there's always going to be that human element of someone runs a red light or, you know, someone takes a turn too fast. And, you know, self-driving cars, uh, Teslas aren't cheap. And I, I would imagine self-driving cars aren't going to be very cheap going forward. So I just don't know if I would spend that much money on a car when I can just, I know how to drive a car myself. So why wouldn't I just continue doing that? Do you see the future being that we all will not have to drive cars in the future? Uh, no, because I feel like people thought in 2020 we'd have like flying cars. Mm-hmm. So I, I think we people have big dreams, but dreams don't always come to fruition. That's very fair. That, that is very fair, Matt. Um, I, I don't know if you have any thoughts on it. Yeah, I don't. I think looking at it from the perspective, like I have a car right now that what it does is that um, like it has not autopilot, but it has God, what is that thing they put in all cars? Cruise control. Yes. So they have cruise control. But what my car does is it has sensors in the front and it can actually detect if there's a car in front of me and it can regulate the speed. So to compare what I have versus what other cars have, um, and it, that sounded like a total, like, you know, big baller brand, like, flex. you know, flex, but totally not. Um, so what other cars do in cruise control is let's say you set it to 70 miles an hour. That car stays on 70 miles an hour, no matter if there is a car in front of you or there's stoppage or, or anything going on. What my car does is it senses the distance between my car and the car in front of me, and it'll actually keep, which pisses me off, a two-car distance between the car in the front car in the back. There's also lane um, assistance, where if you're turning, it keeps you in the middle lane, and it stays in the middle lane. Um, Oh. Yeah, it's weird. You feel the wheel moving as it goes through. Um, That's odd. But, like, I can't sit there with my hands off the wheel, and it doesn't, like, I can't keep my hands off the wheel, uh, because it'll be like, oh, like, LTM, like, steering wheel, like, check, like, put hands on the wheel, like, and no, I have not sat there and, like, looked at my phone or anything like that, but I've literally put one hand on the steering wheel, because I'm not doing anything when I'm on the turnpike, but yet it's like, oh, you need both hands on the wheel, and it's like, dude, I'm here. Like, let me be. So, you know, having that experience and then going to this whole like full self-driving car, am I excited for it? Yes, of course, because I'm that guy who's always excited about the latest and greatest technology. If it falls into the wrong hands and it sounds like it's some type of like evil supervillain type of deal, but if it falls in the wrong hands, like the Sharma guy People are going to take advantage of it, and it's going to be used awfully, badly. Like, it's going to be used wrongly. I'm just putting L-Y to a bunch of words, but um, it's just, it's not going to be good, at period. It's just not going to be good. Yeah, I agree. I think there's going to be a lot of issues, and maybe they'll work out those issues, but uh, I, I don't know. I just, I kind of like driving, too, weirdly enough. I know maybe that'll change in like four years when I sit in traffic here and there, <laughs> but there's some times that I do enjoy going for a drive, like driving with the windows down at night. That's cool. That is nice. That's that's like one of the best driving experiences ever. But then, of course, three hour drives, like it's nice when you're on the highway and you can have that cruise control on, man, and you're able to drive and not have your foot on the pedal like all the way, like regulating it. Um you know, it's it's been nice sometimes when I'm on the turnpike and I don't have to put my foot on the, the pedal. Now, it annoys me when I have to keep two-car distance and I go from, like, 70, which is the regulated speed limit, to, like, 60. Because one person's not going faster than 60. And I'm like... <gasps> I actually... I, 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 I like the two-car distance thing because, like, we all should... We all... I think we, we, all we drive too close to each other. We do. But the thing is, when you try to leave a distance and then someone cuts you off and then it's like, well, what's the point of this? Because this is just going to keep happening. Hand up. I have no idea how to use cruise control. Yeah, no I idea. never did, too, until... Um, Jenna, I blame you. I never did until I started dating Jenna. And she's like, you never use cruise control on the turnpike? And I'm like, I... Parents told me never to use cruise control. I'm sorry, parents, but you're wrong. Cruise control is very nice. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I just don't trust it. Maybe I'm just weird. Well, I know I'm weird, but well, that's one reason why I'm weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah so we'll we'll see what what the future holds for tesla we'll see what the future holds for more technology being introduced there is a lot more um full self-driving cars coming out in the next couple years for sure uh you know, we'll see exactly. It's it's always these electric cars that that is always bringing the latest and greatest juju to to everything on the road. Um, and sooner or later, we'll be flying in style. Maybe I hope not. We'll see. You don't. And there's no there's no way flying cars will ever exist. Well, I I would say just like flying, flying, like kind of like the Falcon, like you're. Oh, I'm down for that. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> How cool would it be if, like, someone, like, invented, like, a flying jetpack that actually worked, and they were going from, like, a half hour away, and they're stuck in traffic, and then just, like, pop up. Your car turns into wings. Like, it transforms into wings, so that way you can bring the car with you. Then I think we're just going to have Transformers, gonna and then Earth is flying. just going to shatter. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> robots are going to take over at some point anyway, so this is all irrelevant. Yeah. Completely irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> Damn robots. So we'll see what goes on in the future. Um, if you do own a Tesla and you want Matt and I to give it a little test drive, let us know. We'd be happy to test drive it. Um, but we're going to take a quick break. We're going to thank some sponsors. And when we come back, it's the sports world. You don't want to miss it. Let's say you start a podcast or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about. As a podcast, Matt and I have all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and other important things. Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with Solo.to. I'll be honest, I have used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to Solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. Plus, Solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to solo.to slash funnybusiness to create your account today. Solo.to, it's the way to go. Okay, let's slide into the sports topics we have for you all today. We're going to start with a quick NFL story. There was an interesting um, interaction that a NFL prospect had this past week. Uh, Juantarius Bryant, who is, he is an NFL prospect, he played defensive back at Austin P. thought he was going to Georgia for a tryout with the Atlanta Falcons to try out for their rookie minicamp. So he was very excited, trying to break into the league, until he got to Georgia, he got to the Falcons facility, and he was denied access into the facility because he was part of a hoax. So I wouldn't. I no one's really sure how he got this hoax or like who let him in. But basically, some guy faked a tryout like he was with the Falcons. He faked that he was the actual defensive coordinator and told him to show up for a tryout, and he showed up, and there was no tryout. Which, as an NFL prospect, that's got to be like one of the worst feelings you can get. Yeah, it, it's very weird. <laughs> um you know it's i don't want to say it's kind of lockdown but like you would think that like there would be some type of regulation or system that would understand tryouts and and all that like you'd have like a roster sheet or like roll call type of deal for it it's weird it's falcons falcons aren't being that organized in my opinion uh, I don't know if it's an issue on their end. I think it's just this guy got duped, which I I don't know how you can fake being a defensive coordinator. I would love to know what the fake email was. <laughs> if it was like falconsdc at gmail.com, that's oh, probably dear, a good giveaway. Dear God, it's a, what do you call it? Dear God, it's a, it's another email scandal. <laughs> that would be crazy. He did, I believe, end up getting a tryout with the 49ers later in the week. After they saw the story, because he posted a big thing on Twitter, kind of like raising awareness for the situation, which I guess was good. And he got a tryout out of it, so good for him. Uh, Let's move on, Mike. There was an all-time sports moment this past week in the NBA. Longtime Heat uh, basketball player Udonis Haslam, which if you're asking what position he plays, I'm just going to call him a badass, because he (laughs) is just a badass. 
He made a season debut with like two games left in the regular season against the Philadelphia 76ers. Now he is like 40, so he doesn't play a whole lot. He's mostly there for like to build the culture and be a leader. Yeah. He checked into his first season, first game of the season, played two minutes, and got thrown out of the game after an altercation with Dwight Howard. <laughs> Udonis Haslam is an actual treasure, and we must protect him at all costs. I mean, this guy's just the best. I mean, to have somebody of that caliber, like I, these these old players, like I hate to to date them, but it's like they they have seen a lot in their years of playing, so. You know, Matt, you're you're completely right. Like players like Udonis is is more so for the culture, is more so for the team building. Like Udonis has been there for a long time, have seen many coaching changes and whatnot, and yet keeps the culture and keeps the team chemistry going. And, you know, to me, like Dwight Howard and him, I don't see them being in like the same area as far as like date range. Like obviously Udonis has them started much earlier than Dwight Howard. Um, but having just like Dwight, I, I don't know what happened exactly. I didn't see the, the, alter, the, the words, I did see the altercation, but like the words exchanged, but I think Udonis is like, dude, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> it's just dude, like you're, you're barking up the wrong tree, man. And then, then, then chaos ensued. <laughs> I think he knew what he was doing when he was checking into that game. Oh yeah. Uh, he also, his stat line was like. Two points, two rebounds, one assist. There's like five players this season that are averaging like 30 plus points per like 36 minutes. So they basically, they like, if you only play like 24 minutes a game, they average out what you would do. Yeah. Um, per 36 minutes. There's like five players that score 30 plus points in it. And Udonis is one of them because he played like two minutes and scored two points. <laughs> it's, it's just so funny. Um, this is really what I want to talk about. It is he the most likable athlete still playing? And what I mean by likable is like there's not one person that hates him. Okay, I I am I'm starting to see that. When I saw the show notes, I'm like, oh, is there there's still a likable athlete? I was like, do I like an athlete going on? Um, you know, I I I think. Yes, I think he's the most well-known likable athlete, but I feel like there's other ones that, um, you know, have been around for so long and yet still kind of get the respect. I mean, Udonis kind of gave out the respect <laughs> as far as his, his altercation, but, um, you know, I, I think of people like J.J. Redick. Like, you don't, like, you never think of him as, like, somebody who is bad-mouthing or anything like that. Like, he plays, but... Then who else is another one? Mark Gasol. I feel like the Gasol brothers, like, mm. what? I I like Mark Gasol, but people do. A lot of people do hate JJ Redick because he was the typical white boy at Duke. Like coming in the league, people like people legit like gave him death threats while he was at Duke just because he played at Duke. The Gasol brothers, like Mark Gasol, that's probably uh that yeah. I don't think he has too many en- enemies. Um, do you have any others? I had a few off the top of my head. I, I mean, I didn't really like Andre Iguodala when I was, um, when he was on the Golden State Warriors, but, you know, the guy, guy earned his stripes, kind of like Udonis, like, kind of earned his stripes throughout his time, and, you know. Yeah, I like that one, especially after Max Kellerman said he would pick him to take the last second shot over Steph Curry, which is just blasphemous. Um, Boban Marjanovic. Yep. 7-3 guy. I feel like no one really hates him. They did a story on him on ESPN. Mm -hmm. It was phenomenal. He was in... I didn't know he was in John Wick. Really? He was was in a John Wick movie and like had had a fight scene with with John Wick. Yeah. I had no idea. I think think Udonis is. And I think people like forget about him. The last athlete I think we've seen like this was Big Sexy. Bartolo Colon. Colon. Like no one hates Bartolo Colon. Like when he hit that home run in San Diego... That was, like, the best MLB moment in the past, like, 20 years. See, and I think, thank you for enlightening me with that, because I saw it on, like, ESPN a couple weeks ago. It was like, oh, like, five years ago, this happened. I'm like, what's, it's a home run. Like, what's the point of it? But now that makes sense now. (laughs) So thank you. Big (laughs) Sexy. Big Sexy. And people forget, Big Sexy was a Cy Young Award winner. Like, he was really good, like, in his heyday. Yikes. Yeah, back in, I think he won it. With either the Indians or the Angels in like 2003. Like he was like actually a really good pitcher and then he just got fat and funny. 
Do you remember? I know. I know we're kind of sticking with people, active players, but like Zadrunas Ilgauskas. Like, yeah, no one hated that man. No one hated that man. Like, very loyal with like the Cavs up until I think he went down to the Heat. Is that correct? Like, he went down to the Heat. Uh, Um, yeah, I think so. When LeBron went down, stayed with the Cavs for a very long time. It's scary because we talk about these people, and LeBron technically falls under this category with these players. Like those who are still active, like LeBron came into the league when these players were active in the league and yeah. LeBron is in this same category. And yet we don't mention him because LeBron's LeBron. Um, who else is another one that that just re- Vince Carter? I mean, yeah, yes. a bad man, but like not a whole not a bad, bad man. Like, yeah, I, I think people pretty much liked him. Um, I think people look at Vince Carter the same way they look like Tracy McGrady. Yeah, never won a title. But really good players. Both played for the Raptors. Um, I feel like Tebow in college. Well, I guess you're like a, another fan of an SEC team. Yeah. But um, people also forget Udonis Haslam, I think, was a part of the championship team of the Heat in like 06. Like he's like, like a he's a long time like player. Wade and Sh- like Wade and Shaq. Yeah, like when they first played the Mavericks. Yeah, that, that's crazy. I love Udonis. Uh, probably... His last year playing, which I I hope it is because that's just the perfect way to go out. <laughs> it's the perfect Udonis Haslam way. Absolutely. And speaking of the NBA, Mike, it's finally here. We have the playoffs. Play-in tournament will have happened when this podcast comes out. Well, not officially. It'll, it'll end on Friday. Uh, so let's talk about a little bit of the playoffs. Everyone was freaking out on the last day of the season um, this past Sunday because the Clippers were just like tanking. They lost consecutive games to the Rockets and the Thunder, two of the worst teams in the league. But I don't we may have touched on this last episode. They did it so they could purposely avoid the Lakers until the conference finals. They think. So the Lakers and Warriors will play for the 7th seed. If the Lakers win, they will be the 7th seed. They wouldn't play the Clippers until the conference finals. What what are your thoughts on that? Cuz I I have an opinion, but I want to hear yours first. Yeah, I just I just pulled up the bracket, Matt. Number one, I'm very surprised. Like, it's just you think about it, like the Warriors and again, like the Lakers who were NBA champs just this past season are now in the seventh seed and the eighth seed. And like usually you expect these players to be in the top five of the seed. Um, you know, my my thoughts on that, like I'm just looking at here, they're either gonna play the Grizzlies or the Spurs per the playoff. Wait, the play. Wait, winner of nine ten. How's that going again? So, right, whoever so wins, yeah, let me oh, explain wait, wait, that. Sorry, you. sorry. Now I get it. So, whoever wins Lakers versus Warriors immediately gets put into technically the playoff round one bracket, which they play off against the Suns, your yep. favorite team. Yeah. But then the loser of the Lakers and um, Warriors plays against another play in tournament. The winner of the Spurs and the Grizzlies. And then whoever wins that round moves into the eighth seed and plays off against the Jazz. That Correct. makes more sense. I'm yes. like, wait, what? I'm like, they lose? What? <laughs> right. So it's crazy. I, you know, again, I think we talked about the playoff tournament and how, you know, it's kind of okay for revenue, but at the same time, I mean, I'm just looking at this bracket, man. Like, we're we're seeing teams both in the West and East that you never had an opportunity to see them in the playoffs. And now they're here. Like when I saw that the New York Knicks made it to the first round of the playoffs. Oh yeah. I, I think the last time, if I am correct, Matt was when Carmelo was with the Knicks and they played off against the Miami heat with LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Yeah, I think so. Let's, let's, let's do the Knicks right off the bat. Um, I think they already won the finals just by making the playoffs. (laughs) I, I like. Do we do we really expect anything from the Knicks? But at the same time, I think they're kind of good. I, I mean, ESPN made a big a big stink out of the Knicks making it to the playoffs for the first time since such and such. And I don't know. I think it's cool that that they're getting this opportunity to say that they might have a chance. Very slim, but we'll see. You never know. I mean, I think they play the Hawks in the first round. Yes. You still have that up. Yeah, they yep. play the Hawks. I think they could win that and then they would probably get the Sixers. And let's let's move on to the Sixers real quick. I think 
this like if it doesn't happen this year for the Sixers, I don't think it's going to happen because you're going to have they have a clear path at the conference finals in my opinion. Like no matter who they play in round one, the Knicks might be like a six game series maybe, and then you're going to have either Brooklyn or Milwaukee probably after a very tough series that between those two could go seven. Like if Embiid's healthy and Simmons is healthy. They got Doc Rivers. Like, this has got to be the year, I think. I know we have a listener on on, on our show that, that's very Sixers fan-ish. Um, i got to watch my words here because he'll be talking about it with you for the next <laughs> two weeks. Uh, okay, let me just say it because I said some stupid crap last week for James Please. Harden sitting out. I don't know, man. I just the Philly, just the the Philly vibe that that everybody gets. Like, what was it two years ago when they played against the Rap? Not the yeah, the Raptors. Yeah, why hit that game winning shot? Like, yeah, that we said the Sixers had a chance two years ago and they still lost. I just think it's it's the great. It, they just have the great Bambino curse where they just will never win, unfortunately. And you know, will they make it far in the playoffs? I think so. But I don't think they're going to win it all, in my own opinion. I agree. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm just saying, like, if there's ever a year for it to happen. If there's like, a run, yes. Yeah, this is the year. Like, you're yeah. the one seed in the East. We still, Brooklyn, who knows? Milwaukee, they didn't. They kind of choke in the playoffs. The Heat aren't what they used to be. The Hawks and the Knicks aren't going to make a deep playoff run. Like, this is this is the year they should make the finals. I I still think the Nets are going to do it. Uh, so you mentioned your, your your take last year or last week. Last year, uh, I, I have a stat. Okay. So the Nets in clutch time. So it's one possession games, or it's I think clutch times under five minutes in the game when it's like okay. five points or less or something like that. Yeah. Uh, without James Harden, the Nets are nine and eleven with a forty eight percent effective field goal percentage and an offensive efficiency of one twelve point nine. Uh, with James Harden, they're 18 and 2 with a 59% effective field goal percentage and offensive efficiency of 128.9. Uh, your thoughts? I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm going to pour it up to the camera right now. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, we'll see. We'll see. And you know I... what you have going for you? Well, you go ahead. For me, what do I have going? I mean, I have a hot take that's going for me. That's about it. Yes. So. For that hot take, though, you get to say, even if they come back and James Harden plays great, if they don't win the title, you were technically right. That's you true. were right. So <laughs> I think I think you should be rooting against the Brooklyn Nets in this postseason, just so you can say you were right. Because I will give you credit. You are literally the only person I have heard make that take. <laughs> Put me on ESPN, bitches. <laughs> Listen, if they if they don't make, uh, win it, I think we should just tag them. Just yeah, like, tag constantly them the tagging them and like <laughs> reply to every single tweet they make and just like reply with the with your take. It's we'll see. It's interesting, you know, Matt. I I know we're we're starting with the play in tournaments starting to tonight. The time yep. is recording. Um, I don't know how I feel about this playoff bracket this season. So like, someone, eh. someone made a good point. Like right. last year, last year in the bubble, it was like loser goes home. It was eight, nine. It, the seven, eight game kind of sucks because the loser doesn't really lose. They get another right. chance to still make the playoffs. Like the, the 10, nine game is a little more interesting, mm-hmm. but I think they sort of kept it. The eight, nine seeds play for the eight spot. Like, because that is literally loser goes home, your life is on the line. And then do you play, like, again, if that, again, that 7-8 seed, do you st- strategically think, okay, if we lose, we can definitely beat a team in the 9-10 seed, and then we have an easy game, then a hard game? Or do you compete for the 7-8 seed, win, and then you're playing the Suns in the second seed? Like, it, yeah. It, like it's weird to me, and I would not be surprised if we see a team coming in that has not won a championship in quite some time win the NBA Finals. Just this is just how it. Maybe the Suns. We never know. Um, 
but I'd be really curious to see who makes it to the finals. And if it's actually two different teams who has not been in the last five years, and as oddly as that is, the last five years, it's either between Lakers, Heat, Cavaliers, Golden State Warriors, or Ra- the Spurs. Raptors. And the Raptors. Yeah. Spurs, Raptors, and Heat again. Like Basically LeBron. Ba- basically LeBron. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'd be curious to see what that unfolds. Yeah, I mean that's that. It is interesting because, like I said, the Clippers kind of tanked for the four seed, expecting the Lakers to get the seven seed. But if the Lakers lose against the Warriors and they win against whoever else they play, we could see a Clippers Lakers first round matchup. Yeah, which would be crazy. Um, so let's let's just give the NBA Finals prediction, Mike. I will let you go first. Oh God! Oh, this is a lot of pressure. Uh, I'm going to say the East Brooklyn Nets are going to make through it. And then on the West, I'll go with, uh, jazz. I think jazz are going to, I think jazz are going to pull through. I, although I am rooting for the Lakers, of course, um, I think jazz might actually pull through. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, with the with the Suns coming in a hot second. <laughs> okay, I'm very. So I have not seen Suns playoff backs basketball in since middle school. Yeah. So I'm very excited. I am the biggest Warriors fan of all time that they beat the Lakers because if the Lakers get the eight seed, that means the Suns wouldn't play the Clippers or Lakers till the conference finals, which would be phenomenal. Uh, I'm going to pick the Clippers out of the West. Ooh. I think I think Paul George is going to play well. Playoff PP. Uh, they got Kawhi. Playoff Rondo. I think they oh, yeah. have really good role players. Patrick. And Beverly. then um, I think I'm going Brooklyn out of the East. And I think I'm going to pick the Nets to win. In seven games. Yeah. YOLO. YOLO. YOLO, why not? Good revenue. Good With revenue. James Harden as finals MVP, of course. <laughs> so you're going against my prediction. Yeah, pre- I'm, I'm just, fa- just going to fade everything that you say. <laughs> uh, so right. that concludes that concludes the sports topics we have for you all today. It is time for another edition of Matt's Drunk Thoughts. Okay, I, I Mike, I think I have some really good thoughts and ideas in this, so... Let's dive into it. Okay. First one's about golf. Of course. So, when you go to, like, a golf course, like, late at night during the week, like, they have leagues. So, like, usually older leagues that people can play in, and it's a little competitive. Why aren't there, like, non-casual golf leagues for, like, people that shoot, like, 90 and above and just want to drink beer? So, like, a beer league. Yeah, like we see beer leagues in like softball, softball yeah. and baseball and like maybe like non-competitive basketball leagues. Why don't these golf courses have like beer leagues for golf? But like you can't play in it if you shoot like under 85. Like you have to be bad to play in it. See, and I think that's the that's the kicker is that you technically have to be bad in order for you to play. Like I, you know, you could be like me who I was like, yeah, like I, I'll do beer league. Who's never, who hasn't swung a golf club in years and then somehow does the best. And it's like, okay, you need to play in the competitive league. And it's like, but I barely play. Like, <laughs> I think that's your caveat. Yeah. But so many people would join, they would make so much money. And then you could say like the winner of the league at the end of the year gets a free golf lesson. Gets a free golf lesson and then uh, tears up to the competitive yes, week. <laughs> yes, that's this is this is a genius idea. Genius I don't understand why idea. people do this. I, I don't understand. Uh, this one, I know we've talked about this before. Yes. Why don't colleges have bars on campus? Mm, some do. Why? Okay, let me phrase that. Why don't yeah. all, colleges all colleges have bars on campus? <laughs> yeah, I I think that's a great point, Matt. Like, I hate to be that person, um, not in the sense of agreeing with you, but agreeing with this type of scenario. Um, I don't know, man. That's a college experience and a half that you get to enjoy. 
and you know it's just like housing like i know this is going to be a really tough take but like it's just like housing like you give people a chance to live on campus who live very very far away why don't you give people a thing to do during the weekend that are of age and can go to a place very closed off like I, I see it now how you can limit underagers going into the bar, the bar, um, and going in and like just to having a GT. I think the other thing is a possibility, and, and this is probably I'm thinking. I love how this segment turns into me agreeing with you and then disagreeing with you too. <laughs> love it. Like, I mean, it's I guess it's just how how the segment comes to life. My disagreement to that is that some people want the aspect where they're going to meet other people outside of school. Yeah, I mean, gonna, and then you're going to worry about the locals trying to get in the bar. Well, that you just have to show your ID, your student ID. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just easy. So one, it would be way more safer. Yes. Two, like just think about like for people that didn't go to Misericordia, we have this thing called the Cougars Den, or oh. it used to be called the Cougars Den. But basically, like they would have like bingo in there. They would have like trivia nights and stuff like that. Think about how many more people would go, how many more, like, seniors and juniors would go if they could have, like, two beers and sit there and play bingo. Would you not go to that? No, I, d- I mean, and win prizes, too. Yeah, I mean, l- listen, I, I don't like bingo. I would go if I could drink a beer or two and win <laughs> something. Like, I feel like you would get a lot more engagement that way. And, and like, you could, you could interact, I mean, even, like, at the end of the year, you finish your final with your professor, go have a drink with them. That'd be a cool experience. Like, there's some professors that I would love to never talk to again in my life. There's some professors I'd love to have a beer with them. Pints with professors. We're trademarking that's a, that's that. A thing. That's a, no, that's a thing already. Oh. <laughs> that's why I said it. Damn it. I thought um, we were going to be rich. I don't... I don't ah, that's so tough. Um, I want it to happen, but it just... Oh, another it. genius idea? Yeah. If you live it. off campus, if you're a freshman, freshman, you can get a job as an Uber driver and like be their chauffeur, drive them to the house. Genius. Get an official university car. Yeah. <laughs> what do you work on campus? Oh, I'm the Uber oh, driver. Uber driver. <laughs> I'm the cougar driver. <laughs> I've heard I, I've heard our shuttle actually took um a group of people to the bar, the very bar that we frequented. To yeah, I heard that too. College. That's sick. I remember seeing that on Snapchat. I'm like, that is so smart. Because you literally say, oh, I want to go to the movies. I want to go to this movie theater, but literally the bar's down the street. You drop them off and you start walking. Yeah, it's genius. Absolutely genius. Um, Alright, this next one. Not, it, it's more of a complaint, I guess. I guess these next two, my last two are kind of complaints, but also right. like a thought. Why do we have to pay tolls to drive on certain highways? To keep the roads in good shape. Okay, but just use tax money for that. Because the tax Like, if I'm on, I should not have to pay to use the, the Pennsylvania Turnpike. I live in Pennsylvania. I don't, I don't understand how that makes sense. And, like, paying to, like, leave a state is just stupid. Like, we live in the United States. We should be able to travel without cost. Like, I pay to put the gas in my car, which some of that gas money probably goes to keeping the roads safe and updated. I shouldn't have to pay to take a certain exit on the turnpike. What did Joe Biden whisper in in, in the microphone the one time? It boosts the economy. Grows the economy. It grows the economy. Benefits everybody. Hurts nobody. (laughs) Um... I don't know if I can agree with I, like yeah, it's a pain in the ass that that you have to pay for a road that you technically don't see the benefit when the money's all put into it. But Pennsylvania roads suck anyway. Yeah, they don't do anywhere. anything. Yeah, but exactly, if it doesn't help anything, then stop making us pay. But that's just for the turnpike. Like the turnpike is a long road. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand that. Uh, you're taking the side of the states on this one. Uh, yeah. You, you're going to say they don't have enough money. Where's my tinfoil hat? <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> Who are you people? Who are you people? <laughs> um, I have one more. Hit me. 
this this revolves it's just kind of like a two-parter okay about video games all right who thought it was a good idea to release uh next generation consoles when they knew there was going to be no supply yeah i will like, agree on this yeah so if we like i understand there's a pandemic but they knew like a couple months into the pandemic, like, hey, we're not going to have enough PlayStation 5s and Xbox, whatever the new one is. And, like, Nintendo Switches, they ran out. So, like, why wouldn't you just say, like, hey, guys, we're not going to have enough. Most of you guys won't be able to get it for another year. I think you're seeing the article that I'm about to reference. Maybe. So, like, why wouldn't they just say, like, hey, guys, we're just going to wait, like, another year to put it out. You look very confused. Okay, sorry. Um, there's a PlayStation 5 at Walmart. It's a console. It's available for oh. $1,149. That's fake. I clicked on that link, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So that was my thing. Uh, and then now they're saying PlayStation 5, um, lack thereof, could go well into 2022. Which is dumb. Like, why... That's so stupid. I don't get that. Like, uh, uh, I would have been much happier if, if they would have just said, hey, we're going to wait one year to put it out so we can get supply up. Right. This is and so then dumb. My second part, with these next generation consoles coming out, where is the new like, addicting, like, hyped video game. Well, it'd be on the next generation console, and so many people can't access it because they don't have the console. Right, but, like, they're they're coming out, and, like, nowadays you can play every game on, like, everything. Right. So, like, uh, like I feel like we haven't had, like, like, peak Fortnite was, like, took over the world. Right. During quarantine, Warzone took over. Where, where, where are we at? Like where where like are these? Ge- yeah, the where's the game? next new game? Like, where is it? It's been like a year. I mean, like, Resident what are we Evil, doing? Resident Evil Eight, I think, is the number. Resident Evil um, has been showing up, and that's been one. Um, but yeah, it it's, it's just very it's, dry. It, it's a weird time in gaming. Mm-hmm. Very odd. I have to agree with you, Matt. It is it is very very odd. Interesting, huh? Because think about it, like, there was Fall Guys, but that lasted for, like, a month. Yeah, a month. Among Us for, like, a couple months. And now, like, even, like, I see streamers tweet all the time, like, we need, like, a new game. Mm-hmm. Even, like, well, like, Warzone and Fortnite are popular, but I feel like people are kind of getting bored of, like, watching it. Like, Twitch streamers, I think they're kind of realizing, like, people just, we need a new game. Yeah. Like, imagine I'm- if, like, a new Fortnite came out right now. Everyone would would jump on board. I think. I I we would jump on it. Hell like, yeah! I feel like all, I think, feel like we're just we're getting crapped on on Fortnite the whole time because it's just, yeah everybody's just take taking advantage. I don't even know what to say. People are just getting good at the game and spending more time playing that and getting bored over it. Yeah, Fortnite, you got to be sweaty. I mean, we don't play Warzone, but the people that do play Warzone. There's like cheaters in like every lobby. Um, Rocket League, Rocket League's fun, but the like the the thing with Rocket League is like every game's the same kind of yeah. deal. At least in like Fortnite Wars, like you have different guns you can use, and like zone rotates. Rocket League's just like it's car soccer. It's fun, but it it gets a little boring after a little while. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's the it's like MLB, like it's yeah. Like I, I love MLB the show, but it's, it's the same just, game. Exactly, mm-hmm. it's it's the exact same game, and it's the mm-hmm. same players. And we need a new game. That's that's basically the bottom line. We just need a new game. I think Halo Three is or Halo is supposed to come out with their own battle royale. I think so. That'd be interesting. Yeah, be cool. That that's I, pretty much all. I, oh, go ahead. No, I no, I was just gonna agree with you. Okay. When did you have all these thoughts? <laughs> it's my question. I, they just accumulate. When you're drunk. Yeah, or just like laying in bed, can't sleep, have drunk. these thoughts. Drunk. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we, 
We got uh, my mom for Mother's Day. We got her Margaritaville like slushy maker. Nice. We tested out this weekend. It's pretty dope. Oh, dude. Yeah, we made margaritas and then we made pina coladas and then we made strawberry daiquiris. Oh, it's so good. I'm looking forward to that when I go golfing with you soon. Yes, that's right. Pull out that machine, baby. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, man. Well, that concludes another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on your favorite social media platform. If you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate us five stars. That helps us get our podcast out to new listeners um, as it rises up on the charts. You can find all of our social media and other important digital links at solo.to slash funnybusiness. Matt, what do you got going on? Uh, not a whole lot. I mean, just kind of another week, another dollar. Um, another two cents into the anchor ad. <laughs> yep. Just, <laughs> just, just steady vibing. And, um, I got a paycheck last week for the first time. In wow. A while. That was sick. Yep. So. Interessante. Yeah. There you go, home slice. Save it up for the loan, Live, man. Living the dream. Still haven't gotten my Yeah, I've yet. just refused the... To say the word loans out loud, it's kind of scares me. <laughs> uh, still haven't got my tax return yet, if anybody's keeping score here at home. Uh, maybe stupid. when you're dead. Yeah, maybe when I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like almost like it last night when I was going to bed after my vaccine. Yeah, it hit so. you hard. Ooh, I feel fine now after doing this podcast. I feel like a new man right now. I just take on the world. I could just run outside and just start screaming yeah. with my hands just up. Beat up. Uh, did you see that list? This is a story off topic. There was yeah. a, an article of like they they uh, asked the percentage of Americans like what animals they think they could beat up. <laughs> no, it was incredible. I mean, there was only only like eighty percent of people said they could beat up a rat. Like it's it's a rat, but then there was like twenty percent said they could beat up like an elephant. It was wild. Some people have a little too much confidence. (laughs) Yeah, that's fact. (laughs) Well, until the next time, we'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone.